Hallelujah. I feel a lot of love in this room tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. I love it when you can usher in the. Amen. Aren't you so grateful? <laughs> we can come in and freely worship the Lord tonight. Well, thank you so much. I am very privileged to be able to be standing here tonight. It's an honor. Pastor Robert and Laura on their last leg. They're headed to Wales to see uh, Pastor Wynn and Gwyn. And then they're going to travel with them to London. And then they're going to fly out. And so uh, we just keep praying for them for safe travels and getting them home safely. Right? We're, every, we're all ready for them to be back. Um, we're going to have the privilege to have my husband sharing uh, Sunday morning. So you know it's going to be short and sweet and, uh, and to the point. I mean, he's going to have a really great um, point to get across. But he's known for his one-liners and really excited about him ministering Sunday morning. So make sure you're here for that. So I've been gone for five days to a conference, and um, I had something completely different that I was going to minister tonight, but the Lord spoke something to me on the way home, um, kind of on the plane, but a little bit before then, but so I just started writing all this out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably look at my notes a lot because it's still really fresh to me, but um, I have kind of like an illustrated message tonight. You know, I kind of like to do that, so you kind of have something tangible to look at and to feel. And so, where did Scott go? <laughs> You disappeared from my side. <laughs> anyway, I just asked him to pass out a, a little uh, acorn to you. And so today I'm going to liken you to a tree. Say, I'm a tree. But you weren't always a tree, right? Every tree started off as what? A seed. So I have a little PowerPoint here if uh, Logan can help me with uh, just the very first picture, I think. When you started this journey as a believer, you didn't start as a tree, you started out as a seed, and you may still be a seed, a brand new believer. And this is actually from, these pictures were, uh, Jody helped me take these because my camera takes horrible pictures, but this is from a tree at their place, and it's, uh, and so I have one here from my tree. Um, it's just, this is the very last branch of a tree, and it has one, two, three, four, five acorns on it. Our trees are completely loaded with acorns this year. How about you guys? You guys seen a lot of them? But then there's some that are further out, um, like around our tank, and they're not quite as they're not quite as loaded with acorns as the ones in our yard and right in that in our in the area where the, it seems like they're nurtured a little bit more. Um, so you may be a seed, and I just want you to know that because you're here, you're planted in good ground. And now it's a mission or a commission from Jesus. He says, this is your mission, Matthew 18, 18. He came and spoke to them, said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Aren't you grateful he promised that? Lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. Our mission is to be a tree. A large, beautiful family tree that has many beautiful branches. The branches represent the disciples in our lives that we have helped by watering and discipling them. This is how your tree grows. So everyone say, I'm a tree. So the mission, the vision and mission and purpose of Living Water Church since the very beginning has been to help people through, get to salvation, 
become a disciple, and then make a disciple. That's it. That is as simple as it gets. So, um, so go to the next picture. Um, I think it's just an acorn. This is, this is an acorn that I took. That I, I picked it up off the ground, and I just took it and cut it, cut it in the middle. Um, I was just thinking about some of the things about the acorn. It's already started to split. Like, it's ready. It was designed to become a tree. We are designed to become trees. And just because you're, okay, let's see. Let me just read my notes here real quick so I don't get all ahead of myself. So uh, when I'm looking at all the acorns, like we have so many, they're all over the ground. They're everywhere. And so I think the deer are going to be really happy this year. The squirrels are going crazy, right? They're going to be freaking out. Well, I just found this out that, that a, an acorn that a squirrel finds, he scores it with his teeth and he, then he goes and buries it in the ground. And that seed has a better capacity of coming into uh, a little tree before the other ones that are just laying on the ground because he does something to it to help the maturation. So some of you may have some squirrels in your life, right? I'm a squirrel. And when you think about squirrels, it's just like, and then they're darting across. And we have squirrels in our yard, and Pretty, our little dog, just loves to stalk them. She just sits there in the yard, and she sits there waiting for them to come down and get a drink or to come and, and just get in the yard. You know, squirrels just are everywhere, right? And some of, we, we all have squirrels in our life. But squirrels are important. Squirrels are important to us because they help the, mat, the maturing of that seed coming into a tree. We have to have those kind of people in our life. So say, thank God for the squirrels. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for a seed to grow, it has to have the right elements. It has to be planted in good soil. And so it reminded me of the scripture in Ephesians 3, which you all should know this because we've been, we read Ephesians 3 in the plan, right? It says, I pray, well, I kind of did the before and after because I really, really love this. This is one of my favorite scriptures. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Okay, so the ground that you're being planted in, it's an element of trust. Your roots will grow down into God's love. So that's the ground. God's love is what your roots are going down into. Show me the next picture. I can't remember what order I had these in. Okay, so this one on the left is a little tree that's been coming up in our yard, but it keeps getting mowed over. How many of you in your life feel like you're continually getting mowed over? Like you take three steps forward and then one step back, or you take one step forward and three steps back, and you're like, why can't I? Why is there no sign of growth in my life? I keep getting mowed over. And then the one on the right is the one that's closer to the daddy tree. You see back there behind there, there's the daddy tree. And I just feel like God told me, it's like, when you stay close to me, you're protected. You're more protected from the lawnmower, from the weed eater, because it's close to the daddy tree. And God's saying, I want you to stay close to me. I'm gonna, you're going to find nourishment and nurturing when you stay close to me. Okay, go to the next picture. I think it's, this is a, okay, so this is like the junior it's a junior tree, still no fruit, but it's got all these great branches, and it's got all these little leaves all over it, and you can tell it is flourishing. It is, it's going crazy, but guess what it needs? It needs to be pruned. Yeah, it needs, uh, it needs some pruning. It's, it's really bushy, and it's, 
it needs a little help. Somebody needs to take a, pay a little attention to this. And it's on the back part of our property. I walked all over our property trying to find different phases of trees, but, uh, but I ran out of time. Okay. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. So just listening to this music that we're singing tonight and nourishing ourselves with the love of God and understanding how much God loves us and digging deep into that love and knowing that nothing can take you out of that. So anytime something comes along and you're like, oh my God, God must not love me. This has happened. Verse 19 says, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully under to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So you're going to be empowered when your roots go down deep to, to flourish and come up and be the tree that God's calling you to be so that you can have all these beautiful branches. But if you're if you haven't, if you've gotten to this place right here where it's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm all over the place. I don't really even know where I'm supposed to be. Then John 2, uh, I mean, John, what was it? John 15. Yeah. So John 15, 1 says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. And so I started thinking about this, the trees in our yard we have had them pruned, we've had them cleaned, we've had the moss taken off, and those limbs on those trees that we had all that done to today are so heavy with fruit that they're hanging down. I mean, we cut them back so they wouldn't rake the roof and just to keep them healthy, whatever, but this year, when we look at them, there are thousands of acorns on the ground because we are caring for those trees. Now, the ones that are further out by our tank and they're, they're not getting that much attention, I really haven't paid that much attention to see what their fruit is, but I just know around where we are, where they're getting watered and they're getting no, you know, noticed. So when you come to church, that's what's happening. So Psalms 92.13 says that those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And that's our church. And just having lots of sunshine, like they... they of course, trees need sunshine, but I'm thinking about the sun shining on us. When we get in his presence, he's shining on us. And then, have you ever watered your grass just out of the water hose and then had the rain come? Like, I can rain, I can water my grass for a week and be really consistent and faithful and do it right and find out how to do it. And it rains, and it, and it, it will like, it'll turn kind of green. But if we get a storm that comes through, and we get lightning, and it comes down, pouring down. In two days, you have to mow the grass. And I can go weeks like that, just watering it from my own well, right? So when we water, try to water somebody from our own well, it's not going to flourish like it would if you just let the Lord minister and let him flow out of you. And it's not out of your own strength. It's not out of your own well. He brings it, right? Okay. La -la -la -la. Um, and when you look at the inside of the acorn, it doesn't look like anything special. But within this seed, when you look at the seed, go back to the seed. When you look at this seed, everything in this seed, everything that's needed to make a tree is in there. Okay, go to the picture of the big oak tree. So that little seed, go to the next one. That's the roots. Okay. In that little seed, now you have a seed in your hand. It doesn't matter what size seed that is. 
It doesn't matter if it was the size of my thumb or if it was the size of my pinky. I did research on this. It doesn't matter. It can still become, go to the last picture, I think the one with the big, that one's at the golf course. That's, that's East, uh, Trenton and Easton standing on a tree around. Now I have no idea how old it is. Now that one, they say this one is like 500 years old. I wish I could have somebody standing up next to it so you could see how big it truly is. But this tree came from an acorn. Okay. So when I look, okay, let's see. But within the seed is everything it takes to create a big, beautiful tree with many, many branches that have potential to be full of tons of acorns. Lots of fruit, right? Just like you. God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. So verse 27 says, God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So you have the capacity to be like God. You have every element on the inside of you. He created you to be like him. So it may just be in seed form or it may just be in baby form, like in the, the junior tree. But you have the capacity on the inside of you because you are created in his image and his likeness to be just like him. Okay, I'm on my last page. I'm so excited. Okay, so when this seed goes in the ground, it doesn't have to think about what to do. It automatically starts reaching down into the ground and up towards the sky because that's what it's designed to do. And that's how we are. Go to the one with the roots. Okay, so this is a tree, and they say that as wide as the branches are above is as wide as the roots go below. That's the, the foundational part of it, and many times you don't really get to see the fruit or what's really above until that structure below really becomes strong and, and grounded, you know, rooted and grounded in God's love. And so when you look at that, the, the bottom part is as big as the top part. And so a lot of times you've noticed that trees and a big storm comes along, it topples because the root system wasn't strong. It wasn't being nourished. It wasn't being fed what it needed to be fed. Now, you don't feed the top part, right? When you take care of a tree, you don't feed it from the top down, right? You take care of the root system. You give it the right nourishment. You give it the compost you give it the right amount of water so that it will produce and so this that's what the Lord showed me is that when you become a disciple your root will be sunk into the good ground when you're in church Sunday school Bible studies just doing the word when you're doing the plan when you're studying the word of God when it's going in you that's the nourishment for the root system and then as that gets rooted and grounded in you guess what's going to come out it can't help but to God is going to ooze all out of you, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's what's going to come out. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so you get to just sit around something, and you know what's already on the inside. You know what they've nourished themselves with. All you have to do is sit down and listen to somebody talk for 20 minutes, and you'll find out what's on the inside. And my encouragement to you is really is to figure out what's on the inside of me. What is on the inside of me? What, what, what is coming out of me? And we're reading Ephesians 4 this week. And one of the first scriptures that I memorized, because I'm a mouth. I've always been a mouth. I, walked, I talked before I walked. My mom will verify this. I was a talker from the time I was born. And so I've had to learn how to take control of this, because your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Did you know that? 
So I've had to learn how to tame my tongue. And Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only a word that's good for edification, that it might give grace to those who hear. That was one of the very first scriptures that I memorized because I needed it. I needed to get rooted and grounded in that word so that the words that I spoke when I spoke to someone weren't words to tear down, but words to lift up. So when you go through the plan and you're reading through there, if something jumps out at you, put it to memory. Start memorizing and thinking about it and meditating on it. Let it become real to you because a memory verse is, is a, only a memory verse until it becomes real to you, until it becomes so, such a reality that, well, it's just real. And then what's going to happen is that that's going to create a branch that's going to create fruit. So I'm not saying I, my mouth is not perfect, but I just know that those those are the things that God convicts me about. It's like what's coming out of your mouth. Not coarse jesting, not, you know, being judgmental or cynical or those kind of things. It's like I want you to be the salt and the light. I want you to make people hungry and thirsty for me. How can you do that? You're a mouth. E. Okay. So I try to be an encourager. I try to be somebody who lifts people up and not tear them down. And when I'm with other people, that's what I try to do. But I'm still in progress. I'm still growing my tree. Okay. La, 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 la. Okay, so you all, you all know these scriptures. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. We're going to say, but his delight is in the word of God. Amen? And, his, and in his word, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So when you delight in God's word, you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season. Now we know that every tree, every fruit-bearing tree out there doesn't produce fruit all every, at the same time, right? They're not all producing at the same time. They all produce at different times according to their seasons. But that's what the Lord is saying about us. Whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. What a beautiful promise. Whatever he does shall prosper. And then Jeremiah 17, 5 through 8 says, uh, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he will be like a shrub. Now, we don't want to be a shrub. That's what the little oak tree was. It's, like, it's almost like a shrub. We don't want to be a shrub, right? It's not going to produce fruit. A shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. So this person doesn't even see when good comes. Like good comes, but they don't even see it. They can't even see when it comes. Everyone else can see. Oh, my gosh, did you see that awesome thing that happened? They're like, I didn't see it. They didn't see it as good. But they shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. Is heat coming? Does heat come to our lives? Of course it does. But he will not fear. But its, its leaves will be green, and he will not be anxious in the year of drought. Is drought coming? Drought's going to come. We've seen it. We've had it. How many years we've done it? But he will not be anxious because he trusts in the Lord. And he will not cease from yielding fruit. Even in drought, you are not going to cease from yielding fruit. So just think about this in your natural life. Even when you think there's drought, 
We went through eight years of what we felt like was economic drought, but we were blessed. We still had fruit. God still blessed us because we didn't put our trust in man. We trusted in God and knew that he's our provision and he's our source. And therefore, our trees produce fruit. Our lives represent, that's our tree, and, and we produce fruit even in times of drought. So another way to have faith in the outcome of creating a family tree is just to start reaching out to other people, making a disciple. So this is my challenge. This is my call to action for you is if you're not discipling at least one person right now, I want you to ask the Lord, who is it that needs to be in my life and I need to be in theirs? And at least make one disciple this year. Let's create a family tree so that when Jesus comes back, we are a forest of trees. Amen? Doesn't that sound good? How is that? I did so good. I'm so proud of myself. Okay, the mission of Living Waters Church is always the same as the Great Commission of Jesus to be saved, become disciples, and make disciples. This is how we become a forest of trees for the kingdom. Amen? Okay, so take your acorn and remind yourself. I mean, it's going to turn brown. You know, it goes, I don't know the whole process that goes through it. But anyway, just for now, just take it and remind yourself that you are a mighty tree for Jesus. Amen? Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to minister your word. I thank you for this message that you dropped into my heart. I thank you for visuals that we can look at and know that uh, this is what you've created us for, for discipleship. And I just thank you that you are going to supernaturally put people in our lives that need a word fitly spoken in due season and that you are the one who are, is going to do it in and through us, that it's not going to be us ourselves, but you're just going to do it supernaturally. That is my prayer, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, if you need an offering, I'm going to raise your hand. Our usher will get you one. Otherwise, la, 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 la. Oh, and also, just a reminder, I'll probably do this Sunday, too, is, um, you know, uh, Pastor and Laura are on their Pastor's Appreciation trip right now from last year, right? But next month is Pastor's Appreciation again. And so we're going to be honoring them again next Next month, we're going to have dinner on the ground. It's going to be special. So I just want you to know it's coming, it's coming around. They, they had planned on actually going in May, but there was some conflict with stuff going on. And anyway, so I'm so grateful they're going. They have, she's posted a lot of really cute pictures on Instagram. And it is beautiful in Ireland as well. We all thought it would be. The pictures that she has sent about castles and green and houses. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just been spectacular. So I'm really, really grateful. The only, I think the only hiccup is driving on the wrong side of the road and the wrong side of the car which makes me apprehensive as well. So anyway, let's put our hand on our offerings. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to give back into your kingdom right now. I thank you so much for your faithfulness to us. I thank you for the increase that you're bringing into our life. I thank you for the promises of giving. And I thank you that as we give, it's given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I thank you that you're bringing us back Sunday morning to experience your power and your presence again, and that we will invite somebody to come and be here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. And I think I'm just going to say, go forth in peace, be led forth with joy, and go forth in peace, and you're dismissed, and I love you all very much, and thank you for coming. I think you're amazing. You're all, you are all beautiful trees, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, I'm preaching to the forest right here.